This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to the Drive the Lane Podcast. We are here. Ohio State football is 1-0. We begin to ask the question, who will lose first, Ohio State football or Ohio State basketball? Our good friend Tyvis Powell makes his fourth return to the Drive the Lane podcast to talk Ohio State football, NFL, everything, including some weird questions like, would LeBron beat Michael Jordan if they flipped brains? All right, this is a, this is a crazy episode. We get into it all with Tyvis. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll update you on how the Drive the Lane parlays are doing. You're going to want to hop on board up with that because that's going to hit this week. It's a guarantee that's going to hit this week. And we talk a little bit about our friend Andrew Dockets. We may have a special special interview with him later this week, so stay tuned to hear about that. And it's all presented by Todd Pennington with Columbus-based Revolution Mortgage. You know, if you're looking to refinance into a very competitive low rate, or if you're even just trying to cash out for some debt consolidation or home improvements, now is the time with historically low rates. Todd should also be your go-to guy if you're looking to purchase a new home or get out of renting. Give Todd a call at 614-390-9520 or visit revolutionmortgage.com slash tpennington for more info. Don't worry. I know all of you guys at home are like, hey, are they an equal housing lender? Oh, my God. They are. Okay. NMLS ID 1686046. And our second ad, all right, you know we're partnered with Manscaped, all right, the best trimmer in the world. Shave your balls, shave your chest, shave your beard. They, they do it all, okay? A couple of things that their trimmer has that your shitty trimmer you have at home probably doesn't have. LED light, 90-minute battery, cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, incidents, anything that ends in ints. This is the premium, premium electric trimmer. And you know what? We're going to save you guys some money, right, Joe? Yeah, that's what we do. That is what we do. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code OSU20 at manscaped.com make your testies their besties (laughs) trust me this is legit we've got the trimmer i'm holding it right here i'm actually using it right now you can't see but i'm getting floor all or i'm getting hair all over my floor i'm wearing the underwear and that's it (laughs) we should do an episode where we just wear nothing but the manscaped underwear but yeah manscaped that's okay that's okay (laughs) manscaped.com promo code osu20 now let's get into some things. Joey, why don't you give the update on, on, on our good friend Andrew Dockage? Yeah, um, the drive the lane bump strikes again. Um, our good friend Andrew Dockage, Doc, has accepted a role, um, a promotion of sorts, to the, be the director of basketball operations at Elon University, University of Elon, I think it's Elon University, under head coach Mike Schragge or Coach Schrag, as he as I called him back at Ohio State, um, who he was an assistant Andrew's senior year, my junior year, got the job at Elon after that season. Doc stayed on as a program assistant with Ohio State and now is making the move over to Elon, North Carolina. We um, wish him nothing but the best. I'll miss having him sleep on my couch occasionally while he's in Columbus because he never um, – got an apartment since COVID happened. So whenever he came back for workouts or whatever, he would sleep on my couch. So I'm going to miss that. Um, but yeah, we be on the lookout for a special little episode with him where um, we can talk more about his time at Ohio state. Um, 
what he's excited for about Elon and some maybe some TBT stuff as well. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But Doc, congratulations, man! Like so awesome. I mean, the dude's been very worthy of taking a step up in the in the in the coaching ladder for a long time. So um, he's the guy who's in charge of sending the care packages to drive the lane full of Elon merch as we are now in Ohio State and Elon podcast. <laughs> Elon merch, Elon Musk, and I just thought of a song. You ready? Oh, I love when you think of songs. <laughs> Wait, I just had Keep me in suspense. Elon me, when you're not strong, <laughs> I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. So call Ami Dockage when you need a hand. We all need somebody. Elon. Elon me. To Elon. That would have been to perfect. Elon. Elon me. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay. That's Dockage's new theme song. Like we um, said, we'll be hearing more from him hopefully later this week. So everybody on Twitter, you know, you say hashtag go Bucks, go Buckeyes. Elon says heat rises because they're the Phoenix. So um, let's get those hashtags going around Twitter, hashtag heat rises. We are an Elon podcast now, officially. We would like to cement ourselves as the number one Elon basketball podcast in the country. Doc is just going to find a way to suit up, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He, he, you know what? He looks better in a suit than he does – uh, in a basketball jersey, so maybe he's better fit for the sideline. Elon me, when you're not That's strong. That's Do enough. I sound pretty good right now? Yeah, you, yeah, you sound good. Elon me. That's, That's that sounds so weird, Elon me. But um, but yeah, we're excited for Doc. I, I, uh, yeah, he's gonna be in charge of getting us some Elon gear because if you don't think we're coming down to North Carolina to watch like seven games. When fans are allowed, then you're crazy. Yeah, we, we will be in the Elon stands, Elon me. Um, but another place fans are not allowed is, is Big Ten football. <laughs> and that's because Graham Mertz is dropping dimes and dropping antigens, okay? Because in the most we, – we said this was going to happen, Okay. We said that teams with the most depth are going to need it, and we're seeing week two. Now, this game against Nebraska is sounding like it might be canceled. Sir Yacht saying it might be canceled, which I'll put my money on that. Classic Sir Yacht canceling right college football. Well, right classic Sir Yacht turning it around and now canceling college football. Classic yeah. Sir Yacht. But yeah. um, so the teams with the most depth are going to – imagine if Justin Fields gets COVID and, and he can't play. I mean – is Ohio that might be the one position where Ohio yeah, State quarterback's probably the one position of all the elite schools where there would be a drop off. But um, it, clearly, we have a lot of depth in other places. I mean, we beat the the brakes off of brains off of whatever off of Nebraska in a game that started like, oh man, is this going to be close? And then we realized, oh, we we remember how to play football now. We we got this. So, but we dive into we dive into that with with Tyvis. Um, but in terms of the Big Ten. It will be interesting because, like, the SEC is, like, you got to be 10 days without COVID, and the Big Ten, it's three weeks. So, like, it's crazy how teams are in different conferences, but, like, eventually they're going to play for a national championship. And Wisconsin's national championship hopes, if there were any, got shattered with them losing their quarterback for three weeks. I mean, like, they play 
some solid teams in those three weeks. So, and I think it, Jack Cohn, Jack Cohn is still hurt. So it's not like, well, we're going back to Jack Cohn, who was who was pretty solid last year. While Mertz gets better, it's like they were going to go down to their third or, or or fourth string quarterback. So, all I hear there, Andrew, is that a walk on quarterback will be suiting up and may have his number called in that game, and that is scary. It's scary. It is scary, but I think I, I keep thinking in my mind that there's going to be a way that Graham Mertz is not going to miss a game, but it, it's they impossible. That he's out. They just right, that he's right. Out. It's it's impossible, and <laughs> and he ha- he tested positive. Like that's that's crazy. I I mean, imagine it's just crazy that the game that he had and then to turn around and test positive. It's just it's crazy. No, it's crazy, but, like, I pray that this is not what happened. But he probably had a great game and went out on campus, and that's how he got it. I don't want to start rumors over here on the Drive the Lane podcast, but like, I was, I was going to say the same thing. I'm just thinking, like, of a former athlete. I remember when, I, when we beat Maryland by 100, and I scored, and Dockage had his career high. We went back. We ate dinner. Um, me and my roommates actually went bowling, and then I we te- I texted Doc, and I was like, or no, he texted me, and was like, dude, what are what are you doing right now? It's like I'm coming home from bowling. What's up? He's like, we gotta hit the town, and that's what we did. So I can only imagine what the dude did when he threw 17 straight completions and threw five touchdowns and beat Illinois to a pulp to an orange little pulp like they are. You know, <laughs> I predicted them to win. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it'll be interesting moving forward with the Big Ten. I, I just think that the rules are so strict, and they should be, um, that it'll be interesting if, if multiple guys are out for games because um, it's a problem, obviously. Yeah, we talk about the Ohio State-Penn State game with, with Tyvis a little bit. The only thing I want to say about that, and this really goes for the whole season, is I, I'm going to be interested to see if there's a game where an Ohio State running back can, can – rattle off 120 yards you know Dobbins had two well Dobbins had 200 yard games and that was often like what they needed to win games I don't see them needing to have a crazy running game but it it might happen and you want to have that weapon there so I, I personally think that one of the running backs needs to establish themselves as the lead back because committee is just not the way to go especially deeper in the season yeah, I, I agree. I think that the few headlines from the game, and we can touch on them briefly, of course. Number one, Justin Fields is incredible. We not much more to say about that. Better than last year, clearly. Number two, our wide receivers, veteran and young, are incredible. You think about the, the touchdown that Jackson, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name, had. Um, insane. Garrett Wilson, Awesome, and we know what Olave brings to the table, even though he's probably going to miss next week, which is fine because Penn State stinks. Um, but the other things are, you know, the running back position, as you we already talked about. It's like, okay, how are we going to get that? It's not even, like, figured out. Like, we still ran the ball well enough to win games, but a dominant, established number one running back would not hurt this team. And then, uh, you know, I think the last thing is um, – Haskell Garrett got shot in the face and had two sacks. People aren't talking about that enough. I mean, that's just the craziest thing in the whole world. Did you see that he lost five teeth and that was the only real injury, quote unquote, that he had? And he has, and he's been eating and 
soft foods and drinking liquids. Like that's all he's been doing. And he is a freak. So it's crazy. Well, that's what his opponents are going to have to do after he hits them so hard. Hey, oh, it's a good point. It's a good point. Hey, oh, future big 10 player of the year. If it's not Dwayne Washington. All right. Last thing we're going to say before we get to Tyvis Powell, the drive the lane parlay. So last week it looked great. Mizzou won. The Browns won. Ohio State won, even though that really only added $2. And, and we're taping before the Bears game right now, so we don't know. No, no, that is not well, true. And the big bad Bears had to screw it all up. All right, so if you took the drive the lane parlay this week, it was the Bears' fault. But this week we got a much but bigger – But this week – It'll be Missouri's fault. <laughs> or the Browns. But we got a much bigger payout this week. We got Raiders at Browns, Saints at Bears, which I actually think is going to – I think the Bears are going to bounce back and win this game. Yeah, because Mike Thomas isn't playing because he's on my fantasy team. Right, and he's a diva now, right? Is he a diva I, now? I guess so. He's getting traded, apparently, too, to the Browns. Yep. And then we got Ohio State at Penn State, which the money line is much better this week than it was last week. You actually make a little money from it. And we got Missouri at Florida, which this is the kicker this week. I mean, that's going to be a tough one to win. Because it won't happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they beat LSU, who you could argue is better than Florida. So, Well, no, it won't. No, it won't. The game won't occur. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That will be tough to happen if there's no game. But, but it boils down to this, $25 plus 2,473 200, plus odds, $25 to win you $618. I don't want to put this in anyone's head, but if you were crazy and you thought, man, these guys sound really dumb, I'm going to pick the opposite. I think that it might not win you as much money, but at least you'll win you some money because I think – don't you think the opposite has a better chance of happening? No, I, I, I think – Well, that's I, I think not, that's there's, because there's a much better chance – right, there's a much better chance that Mizzou beats Florida than, than yeah, Penn State right. beats Ohio State. Good point, good point, good point. But if so, you yeah. really – just want to do the safe play, then you maybe do a Saints, Ohio State, Browns, but you're going to be real Bears, upset. Bears, Ohio State, or Browns. Bears, Ohio State, Browns, <laughs> but you're going to be really upset when those Missouri Tigers, and we talk more about those Missouri Tigers with Tyvis, those Missouri Tigers go into Florida, into the swamp, and <laughs> chomp them up. And with that, <laughs> and with that, we'll get to Tyvis Powell, where we discuss Ohio State, Browns, Bears, Mizzou, being a father. Actually, I don't think we got into that. We discussed Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor, who's Tyvis's favorite player ever for some reason. LeBron, MJ. Cleats. Now you don't even need to listen. Now you don't even cleats. need to listen. The best part about the interview is when we talk about cleats. Uh, yeah. That was my favorite. But yeah, so – Elon me and listen to the interview with Tyvis Powell. And then you'll hear us again after the interview. Cause we like to do this thing where after the interview, we talk and we say kind of the same thing that we say every week, but it's going to be different this week because it's a different week. So now without further ado, and we'll delay it a little more, Joe, you got anything else before we get to Tyvis? Yeah. You know, just one last thing. <laughs> I, no, no, I, got, I got nothing else. Let's get this right. shit on the road. All Bring right. on Tyvis. Tyvis, come on in. It's intercepted. Ohio State intercepts it. Thomas Powell saves the season. All right. And we now welcome back to Drive the Lane, making, I think it's actually appearance number four. 
Is our, it? Number four. If you count, if you count the live show, it's appearance number four. Our best friend, our best friend, Tyvis Powell. Tyvis, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm I'm just glad that I can make a fourth appearance. You know, some people only get one shot at this. So for me to make it four times, I must be doing something pretty good. <laughs> that's a that's a great point. You're in rare company. I think you are the only four time recurring. Oh! Yes. Which, which maybe can lend yourself to be in the Drive the Lane Hall of Fame if there was one. All right, you know what? If, if you're going to present me the Hall of Fame jersey, I'll take that. <laughs> so what, what would we give if we had a Hall of Fame, Andrew? What would we give out? Like a, like a, like a microphone, like a gold microphone. No, we want we want a Joey Lane, uh, Ohio State basketball jersey. That's what we want. Yeah, every guest every guest gets a Joey Lane basketball jersey. And <laughs> I just saw this good idea. What if we gave out like gold pants too? Is there already that would, something with that? That'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be nice. Um, Tyvis, if you need a couple tattoos, you could just flip those gold pants for some tattoos. You know what? Back in the day now, <laughs> pre-urban, you know, that's what they say. <laughs> so this is appearance number four, but it's probably the longest in between two appearances we've ever had you. And that reason was the long delay of yeah. Buckeye football. But yeah. Ohio State football is back, which means Tyvis is back. How did you feel about week one? You know, week one went exactly the way that I had anticipated that it would. I mean, it was going to be very shaky to start, and we just had – we didn't need to panic, which is what I specified on my own podcast. I said, look, it's go- the first quarter going to be bad because you ain't winning against nobody and you had all this time off. First quarter, they went out. They got hit in the mouth. First first drive, I mean, Nebraska, boom, took it straight down the field to score. And I was like, okay, that's the wake-up call that they need. You know, they got it's still a little shaky throughout the first half. But the second half, you know, the Buckeyes has always been a second-half team, and they dominated the second half. So let's talk individual performances. Um, I guess the perfect place to start off would be arguably the best quarterback in the country, Justin Fields. Yes. What did you think of him on Saturday? Listen, he is inspiring. I'm about to become a vegan myself because the way he moving right now and the throws he making, oh, man, he, he's legit. The man is definitely a top five pick in the draft, in my personal opinion. He threw some ball. Like that first, I think it was might have been the first touchdown he threw to – Garrett Wilson, that post, oh, my goodness. Listen, he couldn't have walked over and handed the ball to him any better than what he did. Then he went and hit the spin move on the end zone. The man is gifted, man. The man is definitely gifted. I think only what he only threw one incomplete pass. And it was like he, Yeah, he was – he was lights out, man. He's like, you know what? But I knew it because of his the way he's attacked this offseason and the leadership that he's brought up and the sacrifices that he's made is really paying off for him. I just hope that it keeps getting better each week. Tyvis, what does your game day look like? You know, a few years ago, or I guess a, a couple years ago, you were suiting up. And then a yes. few years ago, you were getting ready for, you know, your games on Sundays. But what does a Saturday of Buckeye football look like for you now? 
Well, before the Buckeyes came on, you know, I was just getting up and working out. But now, now that the Buckeyes is coming on, you know, I'm, I still get up, work out early in the morning. But, you know, I throw my Ohio State gear on, and I got to hurry up and get in front of the TV. I usually be by myself because I can't really watch it with a lot of people because I, like, rewind it a lot. And people don't like that. They like to just watch the game. But for me, I like to, like, yeah, critique what weirdos just want to watch the game. Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like being in the uh, film room. I'm just sitting there just keep rewinding. Mind the plays like oh he should have did this or he should have did that so it's it's very difficult watching the game with me so I got to be by myself and this you know, I try I try to stay calm because it's not me on the field but like I just do a lot of critiquing and a lot of studying the players. That was my next question. Are you a negative fan or a positive fan? And those probably aren't the right words, but are you more critical or are you more lenient when you're watching the game? Um, that happens. Okay, so for this game, I was more lenient. Um, it depends on – for me, it depends on what part of the season they're in. Like, some of the stuff by – like, late in the season, it's a lot of stuff that I won't let fly late in the season because they should know everything, and they should be playing well. They should be able to study their opponent and know what's coming. I already know the coaching staff is great, and I know they just need to stick to their game plans. So, me knowing that thing, it makes me more critical of them in the end, like, towards the end of the season. But right now, it's the first – it was the first game. It was a lot of jitters going on out there some people made their first starts so I wasn't too critical I just just some things that they need to clean up a little bit speaking of uh speaking of critical I got a bone to pick with you oh man what I do now (laughs) what's up with you launching your own podcast man you're stealing our listeners you're stealing our audience Uh, wow I would never do that (laughs) you know I would never do that I wouldn't steal your list. We're sharing. Sharing is true. <laughs> true. Tyvis, so, why don't you tell uh, tell the fans a little bit about your show, though, because everyone should check it out because it's great. Okay, yeah, we got. I got my podcast with Jason. We it's called No Cap Pod. Um, we talk about a lot of stuff. We actually talk about. Uh, we, we don't do politics because that's a very touchy subject. But we do. We talk about all Buckeye sports. Um, we roast the team up north. Um, I give some personal NFL stories and talk about my personal life a lot on there. So yeah, definitely something you should check out. Cause I get very passionate about it. I'm gonna get some more. Um, guest on the show hopefully one of you guys will decide to be a guest on my show since uh I, i've been on here four times i would think that y'all would look out for me but uh well yeah that's yeah that's what's gonna be moving forward it's safe to say that and i won't speak for andrew but i owe you one when basketball, I pre- I appreciate that, when basketball season comes around oh come on we can talk some hoops and i'll share some some that's what i'm talking stories. about i appreciate that yeah Absolutely. <laughs> I'm about to go buy me a Joey Lane jersey, man. All this. I'm about to rock it on game day. It'll cost you a lot of money and it'll take you six months to come from China, but it's worth it. <laughs> I want one of them new ones, though. Them new ones look fresh. Yeah, I. you're a fan of those. Oh, yeah. That was nice. The, the, what did we agree on, Andrew? The red ones are just insane. Like they're just. We perfect. said that we said that we like both shorts and we really like the red jerseys. Yeah, the white I like the ones. Real, I like the, the white ones, ones are a little like you know, it's just white jerseys. You can't really. Yeah. Think <laughs> Let me say uh, this. Red. While we're on this topic, I think that getting you should as as a former player, you should get new jerseys every single year for a few reasons. Number one. Every year. <laughs> Number one, everyone gets excited about New Jersey's. When you're a player, they can be the ugliest things you've ever seen, but you're thrilled because you get to do something different. 
That's and true. then number two, the more important reason, when you graduate, you get to keep them. You want as many jerseys in that little pile that you have stashed in your closet <laughs> as you can have. I remember I was the only guy um, that when I graduated that had been there for four years. So I had like three times as many jerseys as the other guys. They're like, oh, man, when did you get – when did we wear these? When I was like, yeah. <laughs> that's for my freshman year. These are like – the shorts are too big. The, the jersey, I have to tuck it in or else it goes to my knees. Like, that's the best stuff. It's like you get to see the transition the transition of style too. Like, we yeah. should get new jerseys every year. No, I mean, we're yeah. the best Nike school, right, besides Oregon. Like, hook it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, it's a little bit are. different with football because you got the tradition and everyone likes the OGs. Yeah, yeah. You wear the OGs. But Ohio State started to adopt that a little bit where they have a new, fresh jersey for one game a year, right? I mean, I think it's – Right, yeah. Divis, what was your uh, favorite uniform? Uh, I liked the, the all-white ones we wore against uh, the team up north, that 2013, you know, the one where I quote-unquote saved the season. That, <laughs> oh, no, no wonder you like those. No, 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 I really liked them. No, I just, that all-white just looked good, man. I don't know what it was. I like that all-white like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like them. I like when, when they add, like, the the black stripe on the shoulder, yeah. you know, to mix it up. I think it we really the ones it. we wore in the national championship game. Yeah. Nice that was like, hey, Oregon, fuck you guys. We're the better Nike school. We'll beat you in the national championship. <laughs> I feel like we should have became the number one Nike school from that game. You know what I mean? You know, two of your best Nike schools going at it and we win. I feel like we should get a benefit, right? While we're on the topic of, of gear and equipment, as a basketball player and also as just an athlete in general, I've always – gone under the assumption that black shoes make you look slower feel slower everything about black shoes make you slower do you think that as well i don't know i think I you might know be they, they there, do i don't think that because i like to wear like i prefer to wear like all black accessories <laughs> but they do it is something about white shoes that makes you look fast i don't exactly. know what it is but the exactly. white shoes definitely, because the thing is funny that you bring it up, because I was I was showing my my fiance a clip of a practice clip. This had to be like a couple years ago, and she was looking at me. And she was like, "You look really fast," and I was like, "It's the white shoes." And she looked at me and said, "The white shoes." <laughs> I said, I, "They say the white shoes make you look fast. I don't know why." And it showed up. I think that's really what it is. The white shoes I, make people move fast. It, seriously, though, like I remember in high school, I, I played basketball and baseball, and I would never get black shoes in 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 basketball. Never ever. Um, but in baseball, I was like the only guy who got white cleats because I was like, I want to look fast. <laughs> Something about it. It was all because. I think for me personally, it's all because back in middle school, I went to an, an overnight basketball camp and it was outdoors. So like I wanted to, my dad was like, we, we should get you outdoor shoes so you don't ruin your indoor shoes. So I'm like, okay, right. great. The only, and I was, and I had a gigantic foot, like size 13 in seventh grade. So, Jeez. so seventh we went, grade? Yeah. And I'm are still you, size 13. You, you know what they say about, uh, <laughs> you know what they say about big feet, right? Big feet, big feet. Big feet, big feet. That's what they say. But anyway, <laughs> we got to keep I was going to say big this shoes. This is a family show. I was, you said it. I was going to say big shoes. A family show. <laughs> no, but so we went to we went to none other than Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> and the only shoes we could find were these, like, Adidas, like, whatever. 
and they were black. And I was like, all right, I guess, I guess I have no choice. Um, and then I think maybe it turned out maybe because my feet were too big for my body. Maybe that's why I look slow. But since then, <laughs> no, thank you. No, no more. I don't want to just black, man. You got to, you got to have the right colorway because you got, you can't just do just all black. Like well, exactly. Some people, yeah. Some people put like some good, like, like they do the Nikes when they customize them themselves and they do like the Nike checks and stuff and they add color to them. I think they'll be sweet sometimes. Oh, there's no doubt looks wise. Like my favorite shoe is like now that I wear around, like give me the, give me the bread Jordan ones like any day of the week. Those are the best shoes I've ever made. That is a very quality shoe. (laughs) But but like, (laughs) I don't know. There's something even at Ohio state, like we never got, we, we got black shoes like a couple times. And I remember being like, yeah, he's not really I look so bad. Like it's just me. I think it's just me. I just oh look my God. On <laughs> You gotta be able to pull them all off. You gotta pull any look off. <laughs> I know. Tyvis, I got a couple more Big Ten football questions for you, but first I have Dude. a much I have a much more important question to ask first. Okay. <laughs> Which one of these guys would be more likely to jump in the Zoom with us right now if you sent them the link? Zeke or Richard Sherman? Oh, sure. <laughs> Sure, for sure. Follow-up <laughs> question, follow-up question. Why not send him the link right now? We're going to have a great combo with him. Ask him about the cleats. Because they're in California, and I don't know what they're doing right now. Uh, I, I, haven't spoken, I haven't spoken with him today. That's why. What day, what day is it in California? Is it like Friday already? <laughs> no, it's Tuesday. I, they should be off. But see, Sheriff be having like a bunch of business stuff. I he'd be like always taking business calls on Tuesday. So it's, it'd be hard with him. He's busy negotiating his own contract right now. Yeah, that too. He got to get on the field to, to have some leverage on his own contract. He, I feel bad for him that his, uh, his Achilles is hurting him like that. All right, so back what, to, we, well, go ahead, yeah. Joe. I mean, we could shift to the NFL unless you have a couple more college questions, Andrew. Well, I was just wondering what you think about this Indiana team and then kind of also the Penn State team who Ohio State's got this week. <laughs> Well, see, Indiana's always been a good they're they always been like a good team. They cause they get like I don't I wouldn't say they get the big time recruits, but they get like the recruits that quote unquote the big schools don't want. Which then they get there and they work hard and it motivates them to go really hard against the big name schools. So for example, they always play like for they play Ohio State tough every single year. Well, not every single year, but all usually they play them tough because to them it's like their Super Bowl. <laughs> So I feel like with the Penn State, they probably looked at it like that, you know. And this was the pandemic year. They had a chance to, you know, everybody didn't get a chance to really practice a lot and do all that stuff because of the pandemic and stuff. So it was a year. It's a year that all the teams that was on the brinks of being good is actually have a chance to upset teams because they probably took it serious, more serious. I don't know. It's just a lot of stuff that goes on. A lot of teams be like, oh, we're, you know, we're Penn State. We're good. We don't really need to train. Now. We're, we, we're just going to out-athletic. Our, our athletes is better, I should That's say. That's definitely a word, though. You're good. We can Af- use Out-athletic. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Anyways. And they went out there, and they caught him sleeping like that. So that's why you can't take no team in the Big Ten lightly. But that's not just the Big Ten. That's like that with the SEC because I felt like that with uh, – what's that team? I want to say Mississippi State. Didn't they – who Mississippi State beat? You know, some, first game. Yeah, they beat well, them. Also, also Missouri beat LSU. So don't forget it that my Missouri Tigers are 2-2 <laughs> two and two 
and are the hottest team in the country. What is what is Missouri's record right now? Two and two, but the wins are two in a row. So we're really okay. two and okay, zero. So in they, the last they, two they two and zero. They rolling right now, huh? That's what you saying? <laughs> exactly. Oh. All right. Last Big Ten question, and then Joey, I'll let you take the floor. But last Big Ten question: Do you think Indiana, Michigan, or Penn State is the biggest threat in the regular season to Ohio State this season? The biggest threat to Ohio State in the regular season is Ohio State. If they, if they gotta go out there and just continue to dominate, if they try to take teams lightly, that's when things bad things happen. It's all about their own mentality. But if I had to pick a team that I would be scared of, the well, I wouldn't say scared of. I could see like being a good game. I mean, Penn State always is a good team, and they are. It's a home game for them, and it's Halloween, so it's a scary tight time for them. So it, they could do it. Like, it, I, like it could be. But I wouldn't say that, and I the team of North State, so I I would never say them. And Indiana, I wouldn't say them either. So if I had to pick out of those three, I would probably say Penn State because the team of North, they're probably going to score 100 points on them. I mean, we haven't factored in the Halloween part of them playing yeah. next Oh, week. yeah, it's a scary hour. It's scary hours, man. <laughs> Halloween, you know, the, it's the atmosphere. They ain't got the whiteout. They ain't going to have the whole whiteout. So that's, that's a it, great thing. It cancels thing. out. It can't yes, that's a great thing, but you know, it just I, like it is like it's a crazy year. Like it, it could be, it's gonna be, it could be one of them games. Ohio State's gonna play it. They're gonna play a team this year where it's gonna be like that. They just gonna they gotta find a way to win in the end, like they always do. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Trey Sermon can dress up as J.K. Dobbins for Halloween, and we can <laughs> get the run game to look a little better. It wasn't bad. It just had. It wasn't the Ohio State run game that we've been used to. But it wasn't mm. bad, though. I mean, they, I think they still had, like, 200 yards rushing. Yeah, th- it, a lot of it was Justin Fields. Which, That's true. Which, which that is guys. true. <laughs> I, think, I think Steel Chambers looked really, really good when he was in there. Yeah. And then – but my question for you is nothing to do with, with Ohio State. What do you think about James Franklin tweeting – just the team that they're playing every single week and, and like, and then losing. Then, then he, it, it got like Ohio State name like a thousand times, right? Yeah. He always does that. Always. Always. It, it, don't, it don't matter. It don't no, doesn't that just like rub you the wrong way, though? I'm like, dude. Nah, because we own his mind. We own his mind, man. That's good that he's thinking of us like that. I, I've never really been a huge friend of James Franklin as a coach. I don't know why. As soon as he came to the Big Ten, I did not become a fan of him. But like when he was other places, it was like, oh, I would play. Then he wasn't he at Vanderbilt or something. Yeah, and they were like, oh, Vanderbilt stinks, but like I would play for that guy. Type of deal, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Is it true that he was like a car salesman at one point, once upon a time, as a job? I wouldn't be surprised. That's I, what they said. That's what I swear. That's what they told us. I watched like, the car salesman. <laughs> one time, I went down a rabbit hole of YouTube as as one does, and I found a video of. Um, it was like a four-part series, Vanderbilt football, walk-on tryouts. Of course, I'm going to watch the walk-on tryouts. Oh, for sure. So I spent like 45 minutes watching four different episodes, and it ended with James Franklin offering, you know, eight guys spots on the team. And I was like, this is a good guy. That's nice. Like guy. Actually, yeah, that's actually pretty nice. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, I mean, they got, they got, <laughs> got a little, you got a little respect for me off that yeah. one right there. Uh, I, the last college football question, and then we can move to NFL briefly. Um, who, after watching, you know, however many games it's been, one week for some, four weeks for other teams, who, who stood out? Who do you think is a lock for, for – who is your 
Final Four for the college football playoff? My Final Four will probably be Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama. And that four spot changes, man, because I was I really liked Georgia at once upon a time. But then the way Bama did them in the end, I, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> kind of like they just kind of laid down to them. So I have four spots, and I ain't picking Notre Dame. <laughs> like, hey, I'm not. I'm not. Notre Dame will not. They ain't the old Notre Dame. So I really don't know at this moment. I really don't. That's, That's a terrible it. answer. That's a terrible answer. You got to pick really, a team. I got. I, that four, that four spot a toss up, man. I got my three is for sure locked for sure, but that fourth one. Mm, it's man. either Indiana or Missouri. Will you stop with that? <laughs> no, it is Missouri. It is Missouri. Good, good answer. <laughs> if Missouri runs the table, they will be considered. It was. They would have to go to the the SEC championship, and they would have to really finally <laughs> get over the hump and beat Alabama. And then well, I would well, say, that. well, hold on. We lost to Bama week one. All right. So if we run the table and made the SEC championship, yeah, it's, tough. To it's tough to beat a team twice. That I'll is tell you that. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> to beat a team twice, and they do not want to see us in the Wait, SEC championship. Let me, let me kick What was the score to the Bama game? <laughs> no, we actually covered. I think it was like, here, let me, let me check. You covered, sure. but you guys lost by like 23 still. No, 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 no. They said we covered. We covered. <laughs> hey, we lost you know by they... 19, 38 to 19. That ain't terrible. Tyus, you know that, that good teams win and great teams cover. So Missouri's a great team. <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying that whole week. We put we did better yeah, against we did better against Alabama than Nebraska did against so, Ohio State. So who did y'all play the second? Who did y'all lose in the second week? Well, you if you want the full details of what's going on. <laughs> That's not what I asked. <laughs> The second week we lost to Tennessee, but we're two and zero since we made a quarterback switch. Uh, two and zero since we made a quarterback switch, and we beat LSU and we beat Kentucky, who we haven't beat since 2014. And this week we play at Florida. My money's on Missouri. Get rich quick. Get rich quick. Does Florida even have a team? Florida's a good team. I, I can see Florida being in the fourth spot. No, they lost, but they lost to somebody. Who they lose to? They lost to Texas A&M, who looks really good. But yeah. they also had, like, 19 guys test positive for COVID. So, who knows what their situation is. It's just, Tyvis, Tyvis, you give me 50 bucks, and I'll turn I'm, it into 150 real quick after the Missouri I'm, game. I'm, I'm good. I guess Missouri is my fourth seed. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody going to get COVID except them four teams. So <laughs> the only way Missouri gets in is – They get in a couple of COVID-related reasons. <laughs> All right, Joe, I know we want we want to talk about football. Our, our teams are looking pretty good. Joey's Bear, well, worst worst five and two team ever, Joey's Bears. We're recording Bears. this before Monday Night Football, so who knows how the game will go, right? That's what we'll say. Y'all hilarious. Tyvis, my Browns, your Browns, our Browns, five and two. Denzel Ward is is sliding in to make tackles. He's he doing good. He, hey, he put on the clinic uh, on Sunday, didn't he? I was what? looking like, okay, this is – because, you know, for a minute, you know, Denzel's one of the people that kind of fly under – even flying under the radar. It's been like – Literally. Hey, literally, he is flying under the radar. Much. 
But then they said that he leads the league in pass in PBUs. And I was like, wow, ain't nobody – this is something that should be talked about. Like, he leads hold the on, league hold in on. pass breakups. Hold on. There's an asterisk next to it because he also leads the league in touchdowns given up. No. So it's like, it's, like an ML, it's like an MLB player that either hits a home run or strikes out, you know? He might, he might knock it down, but well, if he this, doesn't, this, it's this a on the, Well, how about this? He on the road right now. As we speak today, Dizel is on the high end of things right now. He played outstanding. He had a – he had a PBU, then he, like, forced a pick. He tipped the ball, forced a pick, had a TFA. He was bad. He was out there that game. Look at you with the uh, acronyms. Yeah, I know, right? I've been around the The first thing I think about when I think of PBU, it's like the university with the best peanut butter. They're PBU. You know, you better, well, you LSU, get LSU is PBU. They claim everything. They're DBU, PBU, PBU. Didn't they give up like 600 yards passing or something like oh, yeah. that? Yep. Yeah, and then no. 400 to Missouri. Yeah, no, yeah, they ain't good. No, but Missouri's good. an elite school. It's a little bit different. But back to back to <laughs> the NFL, I have a question for you, and I've always wondered this. Okay. As sports fans, we enjoy the high-scoring games and the action and touchdowns left and right, and no one can stop each other. That's just like human nature. Mm-hmm. But you, a defensive-minded, defensive football player – would you rather see a game be six to three versus, yeah. Yeah, versus thirty-five to thirty-seven or something? Yeah, I would. You know what? The best Super Bowl was the one with the Rams and the Patriots because it was like I think it was like what six to twelve or something like fourteen or something like that. It was very low score, and I was sitting there loving every minute of it, man. Defense, <laughs> I love a good defensive game because it's it's really about. Who's gonna make the mistake first? Who we go? Who gonna give it up first? Like you got two really good defenses that not give that's lights out, and then you can't. It just take one mistake, one tiny mistake. You take the wrong step with the wrong foot, or you your eyes look in the wrong spot for just a split second. That's all it takes, and boom, you done gave it up, and not a game over with. Like that, that's that's football. Coming to see somebody just throw up a guilt for 500 yards passing and throw up all these deep balls, it makes me so mad because in my eyes, when a, when a DB gets beat deep like that, a lot of times, like more than likely his job is like about to be over with. Like if a team goes out there and locks down on defense, you know, everybody's fine. The offense players, that's all right. You know, we just, they played a good game. Nobody really loses their job. But a DB give up like that many yards, they getting fired. So I, and I don't like seeing that. So it's kind of like, I like defenses to play really well. Like, I mean, you train all your life and your, the game plan is perfect. You just got to go out there and execute. And all you got to do is do your job and focus on your job. And if you see everybody doing their job, it's just an elite performance. So what do you think about the mantra that good offense always beats good defense? That's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. I don't know who came up with it. That's a lie. Everybody we came up with everybody. It. Everybody knows defense wins championships. Okay, that was my next thing. What about defense wins championships? But then the 49ers lost last year and the Chiefs won. But they, that's the thing, though. They was winning the whole game, <laughs> and you know what? Why did they lose? Because one bad play, one right. play, <laughs> one bad play. My boy E Man was supposed to play everything. When you play the Chiefs, you got to always play deep to short, and. What happened was my man E-Man was in cover three and he was supposed to go 
run back to the thirds. And they what happened was he his eyes locked in on the receiver that ran like a I think he ran maybe a dig or something. And he went with the dig. And like slowed down, and Tyree Hill went right past him because Tyree Hill was in the slot. He went right past him and ran like a thirty yards uh, seven cut, a corner route, and nobody was there because E-Man had bit down on the cheese. And all the if he would have played the deep and short, they would have won the game. And that one play just changed everything. Like that was the first. I, that might have been like the first deep ball that they threw and and caught. It, so that right there is exactly what I'm talking about. One it, play. That's something right. That was that was the the only really deep ball that they threw because I bet on Patrick Mahomes to have like over 275 yards passing, thinking that's a lock, and he had like 267. And it, all he needed was like seven more yards on that pass. And I remember being like. <laughs> I think, y'all, man, if, if football to work, I need to go in the booth. I need to go in the booth. I really be like, I really be on top of things. And it's, it's, it's scary how much I know about this game of football. I need to go in the booth. I think, uh, I think if the 49ers had one more defensive back in that locker room, oh, not man. even on the field, just in that <laughs> locker room, it's a, diff- <laughs> it's it's a different result. Energy. Just yeah. my energy. Exactly. E man would have known because I would have been yelling, no, don't do it. Get back. Get back. <laughs> so this is kind of, this is so you guys are athletes, but you know, myself during my college years, I wasn't training. I was I was arguing with my friends about dumb sports things. And this is one of the questions that kind of always comes up. Tyvis, if you played and, and maybe not right now because you haven't been, you know, in an NFL locker room, but, but let's say you, you had been or someone who had been in the NFL for like seven years stepped onto mm-hmm. a college field. Would they instantly mm-hmm. be the best player on the field, no matter who it was? Yes. No yes. Because it's, a, it's an intelligence thing. Like the more, you know, you've been, you go into the NFL and you kind of, you know some stuff in college, but you don't really know everything. Like you kind of know the ins and outs of your own particular defense. When you get to the league, it's like different. Like you you understand what offenses are trying to do and you understand the 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 things of the game. Like you know what you need to defend. You understand your defense's weaknesses and stuff like that. So you know how teams are going to attack you. And you're going against the elite talent. Now, in college, some people get scholarships that are not really that good or don't never pan out. But in the league, a lot of people are pretty elite. Like, it's the best of the best. And you're going against that every single day. So when you go to college, it's kind of like, you know, some people do, some people are, are D1 athletes. Some people aren't D1 athletes. Some people, you know, are gifted. And some people just got lucky. And it's just, when you go to the league, everybody's good. And when you come back to college, it's like you can figure out who ain't and who is. So you would definitely, you would instantly dominate because you would know, like, your technique should be unbelievable. Because you'd have been, you go against the best every day. You like, it's fast, it's faster, everything is quicker. What about a guy like, what about a guy like Chase Young, though? Like, Chase Young, is is there going to be a defensive lineman that this year is worse than Chase Young? Six months ago, are they stepping into Ohio State and having better stats than Chase Young, or is he is he a different category where he's kind of <laughs> so see, far see, ahead? See, but see that see Chase Young was at Ohio State. He was already that much so far ahead of everybody. And I don't think that like okay, so if you do six months in the NFL and come back, I don't think that's enough time to actually. I mean, you definitely you will be way better for sure. But I don't think that's enough time to do the things that he did. 
if that makes well, I'm, sense. Well, I'm saying this is my this is kind of what I'm saying by that. Chase Young, most dominant defensive player in college football last year. Okay, mm-hmm. but you take a guy that's in his fifth year in the NFL that now Chase Young is is better than right now in the NFL. Is okay. that guy with five years of NFL experience having a better year than Chase Young last year? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You got to think that Chase Young is one of a kind. For that. I want to say Chase Young special, though, like that. It, it just depends, man, because Chase Young's athleticism might be way better. It depends. Like, some people can't move the way Chase can. Like, he was he was just, he gifted. Because, like, the guy, Chase Young's better than the people in the league that's been in the league five years now. So, it's kind of like, I don't know if that would – make them come back to college and be that much better. I, they would be dominant for sure, but I don't think they could do the, do the things that Chase could do. He's a special talent, if that makes sense. What about if you took – well, yeah, what if you took Mahomes and put okay. him on some random SEC school? Like, put Mahomes on Mississippi just put State. Him on, just put him on Missouri. It's sure. Oh, same, my God. Same, same <laughs> state. Same state. What if you put Mahomes sure, on Missouri, do they win the national championship? Quarterbacks definitely make a huge difference, i tell you that. See, it depends. See, I think Mahomes, it depends on the, the speed of the receiver. Because, see, Mahomes is a – he got that arm and they and the play calling. It's, see, that's a lot of factors. <laughs> They got a lot of factors that go into it. You know, is he going to have the same play call that he got against the city? He can do whatever he wants. He's Patrick Mahomes. He, it's all set. He might. He just might. He just might. How? What was his record at Texas Tech? Was they Was they any good? Like no, 500. They like 500. They were, they were like never seven. that good, but he had a game with 7,000 yards, and they lost. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, I mean, so are you saying – if is he gonna win the national championship? It depends. It, I, you know what? It depends on how good his defense is. That, <laughs> I got one more. I got one more question like this. Even though these are dumb, it's so fun to talk about. <laughs> All right, Tyrod Taylor. Okay, mm-hmm. I is like he you. is he winning the national championship with LSU last year? If Tyrod Taylor's in over Burrow, and it looks like Burrow already is Tyrod, 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 Taylor. T- Tyrod Taylor with the knowledge of today's game, NFL game? Yeah. Tyrod, right now, right now, you put Tyrod Taylor. Yes. Well, not right now yep. with the weird, with the weird yep. chest thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Show is. He's underrated to me. Like, he's good. He just don't – he really don't get a lot of good opportunities. No, every he's time underrated, Tyrod He's every time, look, every, every time he gets to star in position, something he gets hurt every single time. I don't know what that's about. Every time he's because of the starter, something bad happens, and the backup comes in and just shines. Yeah. Happened, with Cle- happened with Cleveland and happened with the Chargers. Well, in, Cle- in Cleveland, he was terrible. He he did get <laughs> hurt, he but though? he was also he he, he, he had the one he had the one good game against the Saints. He played when, like he only played like three games. I he can't believe so you called bad. him underrated. He is underrated. He ain't underrated. No, Ty- he's perfectly rated. Oh my god, Tyron Taylor ain't good to you. No, he no, is good. He's good. That's exactly he's, it. He's that's good. why I think he works because I don't think he's as good as Joe Burrow right now. And Burrow yeah, won the national championship. So let me ask you this: If with Tyron Taylor is healthy, does he take Justin Herbert's spot? 
Ryan. No. No, you see how Herman's been playing, man? He looks amazing. <laughs> Y'all ain't right. <laughs> Y'all ain't right. He is he healthy. They said he's he healthy. Was team. He was he was his team. But you're oh, it was his team till the team doctor accidentally well, took that, a needle that, and see, that's what I'm talking chest. about. So yeah. the team wasn't the team wasn't doing good when he was the quarterback. The, the team was not doing good when he was the quarterback, and the uh, the doctor, the GM, walked up to the doctor and said, "Hey, man, we got to shove a needle in this guy's <laughs> chest. We got to get Herbert on the field." The same. Hey, look at this. Now, now look at him. Now he probably ain't gonna never get his spot back. It's terrible. I feel bad for the guy. I really do. <laughs> I really do. Joey, let's wrap this up the way we always do. Yeah, I just I, – I mean, we've been saying these most ridiculous questions. I, I have to ask one more before, um, before we do this. This is basketball-related. Now, okay. we could dive into – if you brought an, an all-star into any team in college basketball, they would win the national championship, like, without a doubt. But basketball is a different sport than football. Absolutely. Five guys on a court versus 11, right? So – Yeah. Um, but we don't need to get into that. My question is about basketball, though. Who would win five on five? Five LeBron James with Michael Jordan's brain or five Michael Jordans with LeBron's brain? Five Michael Jordans with LeBron's brain. <laughs> Easily. Five Michael Jordans with LeBron's brain for sure. I'd like to add my own team to this competition, and I'd say five Tyrod Taylors would be either of those teams. <laughs> Five Michael Jordans with LeBron's brain or five LeBron's with Michael Jordan's brain. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Michael Michael is was was like unbelievably athletic. And he had that just that killer mentality where he would not lose. But LeBron is like smart. Like he 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 knows like the ins and outs of the game and he's very smart and he just I don't know. He's just like always a step ahead, like mentally. And it's like nothing that he can't do. But it, it is. That refuse to lose, man. I don't know. Because that's the thing I like. That's why Mike probably is my favorite uh, athlete of all time. Because Mike don't, like, if he if his mind is made up that he going to win, he going to win that game. He going to find a way to win. He ain't going to complain. He ain't going to make no excuse. He going he gonna to figure it out. And that is what I respect because that's kind of how I like to live my life and try not to make no excuses, just figure it out. So, actually, I might go with LeBron with Michael's brain, man. I might go with five LeBrons with Michael's brain. It's, it's the age-old question. So, get ready. That's going to be all over every talk show. After I think this, might, after might, the I, I think I will go with LeBron. Yeah, I, I'm going to switch my answer. I'm going to go with five LeBrons with Mike's brain. That's my answer, too. I like that killer instinct. I think everybody – that's what everybody wanted LeBron to do in the early parts of his career. That was always the quote-unquote thing that he was lacking, that he didn't wasn't a killer. You know, like Kobe would just come kill it, like put a dagger in you. It was like LeBron just didn't ever seem to do that. I TD, he better with it now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, Joey, you know how to take us home. <laughs> All right, the real last question. And I think we've probably done this with you before, but um, you know, no there's no time like the present. Um <laughs> the last question is do you have any questions for us? We're giving you the floor. You are a podcaster, you are a professional podcaster yourself. So you've had practice for this moment. Do you have any questions for us? <laughs> yes. Well, my first question is, Andrew, how is the new network coming? 
Oh, I appreciate that. The network is going well. You know, we got uh, your buddy Joshua Perry on the show. Yeah, I know that. How is the Cincinnati one going? The Cincinnati one is going good. Von Bell ghosted us, but, you know. Oh, my God. That'll happen. (laughs) (laughs) But the Cincinnati one's good. The the uh, the Browns one is good. I'm hoping you get signed by one of those teams so you can hop on. With wouldn't that. that be Wouldn't that be something, man? That would be something, man. That'd be nice. That's like a that's like a dream come true type thing, though. I appreciate I you asking that. that, though. You're gonna get the double drive the lane bump now. You'll get the drive the lane <laughs> bump for coming on the show per usual, and you'll get the good karma drive the lane bump for asking about the network. I appreciate that. And uh, well, who's the who's the next guest coming up? Ooh, good question. I we so hmm, that's a good question. I, <laughs> we we are planning on recording in the next two days um, a YouTube special episode with Andrew Dockage, who also that will be his fourth time on. Um, <laughs> I'm not special. I ain't special no more. I got to come back for. No, no, no. He he's not going to be on the actual show though. So. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. (laughs) I'm still going to come back for a fifth though. Yeah, he's he's leaving Ohio. He's leaving the Ohio State coaching staff and going to Elon. So we're going to give him a little special goodbye tribute episode for him. That's nice. And my answer to that question is whoever's number you give us next, that's who the <laughs> guest will be. And it's not going to – unless it's Cardell Jones because he doesn't answer well with Oh, my God. <laughs> Tyvis, I told him that because he went on Perry's show and I was producing. I told him that story. And he was like – What did he, he say? Like, he didn't even say sorry, like, I'll come on your show. He said, he said yeah, you got to have Tyvis or, or Perry tell me who you are. I'm not going to answer. That's uh, – well, man. You should well, you should have said, well, you know who I am now, so what's up? So <laughs> you should have said. You got to get aggressive with these kids, man. You can't let these kids run you. <laughs> you got to tell these kids, listen, you know who I am now, so what's up? Tyvis, oh. you got, like, one of those punch cards. Like, you can get a free sandwich. You know, you got your fourth side <laughs> the lane punch. Once you get to six, you get it. You get well, you get us on your show. That's the prize for – All right, there we go. Well, I got two more shows, dude. I got to get two, dude. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, man, thank you for coming on. Joey, I know he said he'd be happy to go on for all things basketball. <laughs> I'd be happy to come on your show for all things anything. We always love, <laughs> love chatting with you. Happy everything's going well, and we'll see you on an NFL field soon. I'm feeling it. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I let you. Lord knows I'm ready. Boy, I'll be sitting down in the basement ready to go. I'm just ready to run through the wall. I got to get out there and show my talents one, one more time. I get out there and show my greatness. Make some. Make one of these scouts be like, oh, man, he's a genius for bringing Tigers in. That's my plan. Make Des somebody Bryant, real proud. Des Bryant got signed. You're next. <laughs> hey, AB did it. Jess did it. I think it's time, man. Titans Power will be the next big day. Wait, as soon as we hop off this, we'll get on the phone and call all the GMs we know. They, they, the, that, it worked the last time. The last time <laughs> it, we talked, it did work like the a last couple time. weeks later, I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> it did work. It did work. Well, it'll work again. Tyvis, appreciate you, man. Always a blast. We will. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate y'all. Y'all take care. Absolutely. Oh, what a surprise. Tyvis gave us a good interview. He's never done that before. Fourth time on the show. Fourth time. 
making us laugh, having a great time with us. There will for sure be a fifth time. It might even be next week. Yeah, you know, he, Tyvis Powell, if that's, our, if that's our safety net, like if that's the worst case scenario for a week, then we are lucky, lucky podcast hosts because that dude is genuinely one of a kind. He, he really is one of a kind. Like, when he asked me about the network, he seriously is curious. When he says he would be ecstatic if you went on his show to talk basketball, he, he's, like, serious about all that. He's just a great – he's a great dude. And it sucks that he's not getting more shots in the NFL, and we're obviously not scouts or GMs. But in terms of guys you want in a locker room, I can't think of someone that I would want in my locker room more than Tyus Powell. And maybe that means he becomes some sort of scout or coach or anything like that. But he's got to be around NFL locker. Yeah, I just – you mentioned stuff that he's serious about. I can't get over his, him talking about Tyrod Taylor so positively. Obviously, isn't it Tyrod? Also, it's not Tyrod. It's Tyrod. I don't but know. Anyway, we don't uh, – we're not saying he's a bad player. He's a good player. He's perfectly rated. Anyway. Oh, breaking is- news. Breaking news from Suryat. Babe, wake up. Suryat tweeted. What would he say? The Browns <laughs> – the Browns are talking about acquiring wide receiver Adam Thielen from the Vikings per source. Cleveland has tons of cap room and will be very busy trying to get deals made before the trade deadline. These are just talks right now, but the Browns will make a move before the deadline to help Miles Garrett and the wide receivers. Well, I got more Suryat news. He's going crazy right now. He is. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. From a source, he was at the Atlanta airport today and he spotted Falcons linebacker Deion Jones about to board a flight to Cleveland. Don't, we don't know why it's happening. Sir Yacht speculates from a source. He's being shopped and the top two teams interested are the Steelers and Browns. The rumor of him flying to Cleveland could mean he is taking a physical. We've heard about the Cleveland Clinic. Personal, one more from Sir Yacht. Wait, he also said about that one, he said, no idea if this is real or not, but a man can dream. And then he said he's probably flying to Cleveland just to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> right, exactly. One more from Suryat. He said that Nebraska wants to play this game, shocked, and, and it's up to Wisconsin whether or not it'll happen. Should we have a Suryat segment where we go through the tweets for, within the hour that we record? <laughs> we just did that. I know, that's what I'm saying, like moving forward. Every week. Oh, update. (laughs) Just in case you were worried that help for Miles Garrett meant a D end, that's not necessarily what it means. It might just mean defensive help, not specifically a D end. Oh, so so basically saying they'll be trading for someone either on the offensive side or the defensive side of the football. Or or both. (laughs) Or both. Sure. Um the one question that I didn't want to – that I wanted – I don't know why this popped in my head. The one question I wanted to ask Tyvis that we didn't would, was, do you think there's one person on the, in the world that can beat you at every single sport? He would have Well, I that. thought of another one that I don't think you can beat. I, I thought of it this morning. I was listening to the radio, and I heard – Oh, Mahomes is another guy that would be interesting also. Um, J.R. Smith. Apparently, he's phenomenal at golf. Right, right. But he, is he going to be a good baseball player? Is he, if he wears white cleats, he'll be faster than you. Well, there's no doubt that he's probably faster than me, but, I mean, people forget I threw a no-hitter freshman year of high school. People do forget. People forget because they had no clue. All right, and with that, before Joey and I yell at each other for another hour again, 
And one day we'll release the tapes of when Joey and I screamed at each other about LeBron versus Jordan. I'll have, I'll have to find them, but we're not going to argue today about whether he could beat J.R. Smith in baseball. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We got actually one more thing about the drive the lane parlay. Okay. Ohio state and Mizzou both play at six 30. So if you got two TVs, you know what you're watching. Yeah, you're watching Ohio State play, and you just turn the other one off. Yeah, Pop. you're such a jerk about Missouri, man. I love Missouri. It's my it's my third school. <laughs> All right, buckle up, drive the lane. Do you, know Joe? My, do you know who my second school is? Elon. Elon me. Elon me. When you're not strong. Okay, all right, that's it, that's it. All right, buckle up, drive the lane. Go Buckeyes and heat rises. <laughs>